The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This episode was brought to you by Four Sigmatic. Guys, did you know mushrooms can prevent and treat many diseases and boost overall health? They are known to be super healing. You know, I'm obsessed with their mushroom hot cacao mix. I like to wind down with this at night. It's so good and it feels so satisfying and it's full of benefits, which we love. Perfect with pregnancy too. Anyways, Four Sigmatic is offering all TSC him and her listeners a 15% off. All you have to do is go to foursigmatic.com slash skinny and use code skinny at checkout. She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for some major realness. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Having someone help you, a food plan, whatever that accountability is, you know, exercise, you're not going to want to hear this, but 80-20. Again, it is discipline. It comes down to discipline. So if you want to drink, then you ain't having the dessert. Know when you go to a restaurant what you're going to have before you get there. That clip was from our guest of the show today, Miss Molly Sims. She is a badass. For those of you who are new to the show, I am Lauren Everett's Bostick, the creator of The Skinny Confidential. And across from me is my dapper husband in his vest. What's happening over here? Well, it's, you got to distinguish because it's you know there's no visual here. What type of vest? It's not a vest like a like a vest that you wear under like a like a cowboy. It's just no, like it's a, a vest. It, no, it's like a it's not a Patagonia vest, but that's a good visual. It's it's not the brand Patagonia, but it's just a vest that is keeping me warm. It's cold out. Mm, thanks. Listen, for anytime it drops below 65 here in California, people don't know what to do. People fly off the road. They go into a panic. They don't know what to do. They don't know what to wear. Like we're not used to it out here. Don't be so judgy. You turned on the heater last night when you were doing that stroller. Like I said, if people don't if, if it drops below 60 here and we freak out. You know? Michael put together a stroller last night. It was super interesting. Uh, he was really, actually really good at it. Listen, there's a lot of money in stroller businesses. If I, if I wasn't doing, maybe I'll go into that business. I was looking at this thing yesterday. There's a lot, it's a lot of design, a lot of work. Okay. You know? But you know, what's annoying. I wish that they made, everybody needs a stroller. That's I, a kid. I wish they made like a little, uh, thing that came off the stroller where you could put your chihuahuas. <laughs> well, you probably, listen, you could probably get all of that. Yeah, I mean that would be really cute. You should design a stroller. If the wheels fall off this podcast into your media, maybe I'll just maybe I'll get in the stroller business. Better yet, they should put a stroller where I can sit, where you push me, the baby, and the chihuahua. If I do that, all the stroller companies better look out because I'm gonna my stroller would be pretty good. That would be so comfortable. You could put like a barefoot dreams blanket in it and a Tempur-Pedic pillow. Silk though. Uh, okay, we're gonna do the question of the week this week, and uh, it's from at I Rose Preto. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I'm not the best to pronounce. I'm sure things. you're not. You, yeah, you, you know what, you guys? You're I, about 50% in pronunciation. Okay, well, pronunciation isn't my strong suit. Oh, yeah, I'm actually surprised you hit that one. Okay. <laughs> this is what she says. How do you get over insecurity and become confident when putting yourself out there on the internet? Well, how do you learn? It seems like you have had that down for a while. I have not always. I just put my blinders on in a way where I put myself out there day after day and made a pack to myself that at a certain time every day I would do it. So when I first started out that time was like, I think it was like 4 PM every day, I would post all my social and pimp myself out and distribute my content. I think if I spent my energy wondering about what other people think, I would be wasting my productiveness. So if you're just starting, I would really put your blinders on, not give a fuck what anyone else thinks. And if there are people that are trolling you that are sitting 
sitting and wasting time writing rude things on your account, then feel bad for them. Because right now it's 2019 and a big part of business in general is putting yourself out there. That's such a vital part, no matter what business you do. I think for some people out there, it's it's a little, you know, for you, you've always been a confident person, but I'll, I'll give an example of myself. My big, and I've talked about this on the show for a long time now. My biggest fear four years ago, three years ago, right, right up until the point where we started doing this show was public speaking. And if you hear me now, you're like, maybe you don't believe that because you can't shut me up. And I'm not somebody that gets scared of a lot of things, but it was something that I, you know, I feared. I don't know how I'm going to speak in front of people. I would always think I have to speak at a wedding. Do I have to speak at a funeral? Do I get to speak at an event? And I just didn't feel that I would be a confident speaker. What I found to be the best in order to beat down that fear and to put myself out there was to do just that, to constantly put myself out there, to constantly put content out to, you know, even little things like when you used to put me on Snapchat, like getting on the Snapchat and talking, doing things like that, where, you know, you're not in front of a huge audience and slowly over time, you've got to push past the fear barrier and just put yourself out there. And what you realize is it's not that big of a deal. People don't care that much. Maybe I blunder. Maybe I say something. Maybe I slip on a few words here and there and people move on. Nobody cares that much about what any of us are doing. And if they do care, like good. Even this show. I mean, people listen to it. They're going to listen to the hour and then they're going to go focus on whatever else they got going on the rest of the day. It's not, it's, it's nobody's not that, that special. focused on yeah. what you're doing. It's, it really isn't. And I'm just playing off what Michael said. It's practice. It's constantly putting yourself out there day after day after day in little ways. Um, you know, I think that you should set a goal. So say I want to create three pieces of content every single day, set alarms in your phone and hold yourself to it. And we always talk about this. Ed Milet always says that confidence starts with you. It doesn't start from getting confidence from other people. It starts from within. And confidence is a promise that you keep to yourself. Hold yourself accountable to how much content that you decide to create every day. So if you say, I'm going to, I'm going to create three pieces of content every single day. So you wake up at eight o'clock, you create two Instagram stories of you talking to the camera. Then at one o'clock, you write a blog post. And then maybe at, you know, six o'clock to wind down, you do a TikTok. I'm just, you know, making this up. You have to do it, whatever works for you. But hold yourself accountable to those three times and and don't sort of wave from it. I also think it's, and we talk about this all the time. It's like, doing what works for you and not listening to what outside noise. The outside noise is what will get you distracted and drain your energy. Use that energy to put it into, to invest in yourself and put yourself out there and you'll work on your confidence day after day and you'll start to feel more and more confident as time goes on. For those of you that are sitting there being like, oh, it's easy for you two to say this because you're already out here and you have this platform. We very much intentionally left the first episodes that we did of this show up and they're still available now. I hate to plug them, but for those of you that haven't listened since the beginning and are, are wondering what the original content sounded like, go back to the episodes one through four and listen how bad we were. Just, I mean, I can go back now and say we were bad, but the whole thing that we're, the whole thing that we're talking about here is putting yourself out there, improving little by little, day by day, working on getting better, working on pushing past fear barriers. And listen, those shows, those original shows are proof to that. I mean, if you look at them, they're, like I said, they're pretty terrible. They're pretty bad. And listen, when I first started putting myself out there with the Skinny Confidential 10 years ago, I was a fucking bartender, um, you know, working until one in the morning. And um, I just decided to become a practitioner of my craft and just not listen to everyone else and what everyone else said. And when I told people that I wanted to be a blogger 10 years ago, they rolled their eyes at me. So I think it's about also really committing to your vision, believing in it and believing in yourself. You can't look for outside validation, if that makes sense. Uh, and again, it's 
just practice day after day, rinse and repeat. Speaking of someone who's done a very good job of putting themselves out there, Molly Sims. Before we get into Molly, I just wanted to let you know we are doing a huge giveaway. Thanks to Molly. She's giving away a 695 gold and diamond necklace. And you can get all the details of how to enter at the end of this podcast. It takes five seconds. Molly Sims is an American model and actress. She's appeared everywhere. You guys all know her. And she's also an influencer. She has so many good tips and tricks. We're getting into everything from relationships to beauty to health to wellness. You'll love it. With that, let's welcome Molly Sims to the Skinny Confidential, him and her podcast. This is the Skinny Confidential, him and her we're just going to hop right into it. Okay, we're going to hop, hop, hop. Or, seven and yes. a half. Oh, seven mm. and a half months pregnant, about to give birth, like on the table. <laughs> Michael doesn't know what to do. He doesn't. He's asked me about His my His eyes cables. are really big. How am I supposed to know? I've never You're not been supposed to know. Yeah, you know. He's, but it is amazing. I hate the word journey, but it is an amazing path I'm that sure you're about to change some things. It's going to change. My husband and I got into the worst, worst fight over our lights. I'm like, he was literally like trying to read the post or he was trying to like read the newspaper. I'm like, what are you fucking doing? Your life as you know, it has changed. He looked at me. He's like, you're psycho. And anyway, I've been into her cinnamon psycho. roll the other day. You do a little bit. And normally she just like picks at those things. And so I, like, I always can just take as much as I want. I bit into it and I was like, Started crying, started trying to... I started to... crying because he bit into the cinnamon roll too big. It was too big of a bite. I was bobbing and weaving, you know? There's, I mean, you're eating a cinnamon roll. You're seven and a half months pregnant. You're bloated. <laughs> your cankles. Your fucking water weight. Your tits are huge. They're watermelons. I know. Don't touch my fucking cinnamon roll. Like, don't touch it. Don't touch and it. I, and I love the glaze. Like, I'll make cinnamon rolls for the kids. And, like, I will literally, like, not put as much glaze on the cinnamon like as I will for me. Then she posted it and said that I stole her cinnamon roll. And then all the women that on her on page started attacking me saying like how dare you, you touch did, the cinnamon he, roll he stole the best part to the middle with the glaze on it yeah, it's the, middle, the, the doughy part. undercooked yeah. middle part that's slightly warm is the single best thing ever yeah and then he also decides that he is at this point in his life on his journey is gonna lose weight well, <laughs> my husband gained my husband gained the 10 pounds that lucky sure. lucky well you know what because you she, have not you have muscles like ripping right she, now with your tattoos she well you know she she reverse psychology me because she said you know a lot of these men during pregnancy they gain the, the maternity weight as well and so they they, that's been sitting in my head since the beginning i feel like if she wouldn't have told me i would have just got a big beer gut and been totally fine. i think you need to eat more so what can we expect from having kids like give okay us, give, oh us the, give us the 411 oh I feel like you're very um, you will never sleep again you will have more guilt than you've ever even thought about having guilt before if you like are a guilty person at all in your life you will um never sleep it's like a form of torture it's definitely like sleep deprivation is is literally torture even if you have a night nurse even if you have a night nurse, because you still have to get up and feed the baby. Even if you have a night nurse, that means you physically have to get up, hold the baby. The oh, baby if you're not the, breastfeeding and you have a night nurse, I'm then, trying to get best case scenario. Okay, here. Best case scenario would be C-section night nurse. <laughs> you see the baby at like 6 p.m. the next day around nine. That's best case scenario. That's the best case scenario. That would be the best case scenario. And C-section over vagina. I don't know vagina experience. I unfortunately had to have a C-section all three times because of just the way my baby was connected to me. And does it hurt afterwards? Fuck yes. It's like a lightning bolt, like especially where the incision is, like on your like lower part. 
It is. I don't think you want to do that. But I, mean, I mean, I have no opinion. I'm the only opinion I have is I think I have a small head because I think my mom tried to do it naturally and she couldn't get it done. That opinion and then, has nothing to do with me getting. And then birth. the this doctor. A, I don't. Need do you have a birth story. plan? Do the you have your birth made plan? Her, kind of, kind of. We got a doula. Uh, we got a night nurse. Do you work with a doula now? We just got her. Yeah. Like okay. we just literally just hired her on Saturday. So have you worked with her yet? What does that mean? Like just like if you like has she laid out what you know what you guys are going to do, how meeting. birth is going to go. Kind how... of, kind of. It's just the tip so far. The yeah. whole penis hasn't gone in I yet. really yeah. enjoyed <laughs> her. No, it's just the tip. <laughs> it's just the tip. Because <laughs> she told me, like, if I get hungry, she's going to take care of me. And if I need to take a nap. And she was like, so I was like, oh, because, you know, that was like someone's looking out for me, too. She will look after him. Yeah. See? Oh, not too much. You wouldn't want to get hungry while I'm pushing a fucking seven pound baby <laughs> out of my vagina. God forbid. God forbid. I need to be there after to pee, to, to take so, care of like once the kid's exactly. there. You know? I need to be on point. So man. they have one of the hospitals here in LA. They have this like crazy, like totally sugary, artificial, like apple cranberry, like grape juice that's so delicious with crushed ice. And they bring it to you like, and I'm like, I would always order one. And Scott was like, can I have one too? And then like, she come back and he forgot to order one just for like, he would like forget about me. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I tell him to give you your fucking grape juice. Like, give me, your, and it's disgusting, but it's so good. It tastes so good. So if you have your baby at Cedars, you have to do that. It's a, you say it again. It's a great, it's a great cran lemonade sugar sweet with the best crushed cold ice it's amazing how did you get your body back like because your body is amazing and i can't believe you've had three kids like it's wild well i had a thyroid issue i will say that in the very beginning i got up to june 19 2012 i was 204 pounds so mm -hmm. Uh, where did that go oh it went it went everywhere i was a beast so what did you do like what was your plan of action after you gave birth so after I didn't think anything was wrong with me, I think they thought as a model, I probably was binging because I'd gotten married nine months before I was, you know, I've always been pretty skinny since I had to starve myself since being in this business. But I think they just thought, oh my gosh, she's, you know, she's probably eating for the first, I don't, and my doctor, I love her. She's my favorite doctor in the world, but just something happened towards the end of my pregnancy. I mean, I was like 120 something and I was 204 documented with a picture. My ankles were unrecognized. I was unrecognizable. My neck was a linebacker. So then about three months after I had him, I went into a doctor and he literally was funny. Dr. Bimbasad, he was like, oh my God, you look like a linebacker. What is wrong with you? The doctor said that? Yeah, I was huge. Like I was massive. And then, you know, ultrasound, biopsy, and I still get yearly sonograms. I take thyroid medicine. It's I go to the doctor every three months. So it's definitely a thing. And it was all brought on by pregnancy. Aren't you excited for that? I mean, I'm a little nervous. You're fine. But it's good. Thyroid medicine though helps you lose weight. So, so you went on the thyroid medicine and mm-hmm. it immediately nipped it in the bud and you ate healthy. Mm-hmm. Little hot minute to talk about Juve. Juve, Juve, Juve. We are obsessed. Michael is butt naked every morning in front of his juve in his office. He insisted on bringing it downstairs to his man cave. I don't know what's happening in there. It looks like Harry Potter's in there, butt naked. Listen, Lauren, we, we this is a new partner. We got to do well by them. And you can't be sending out a visual of me butt naked in front of it. I mean, that's not going to help. In all seriousness, Michael does know what he's doing here, guys, which is kind of a plot twist. I use my juve mini upstairs. I do my stoicism. It's so cute. It's like kind of square shaped. It's white. It's matte. I turn it on. I sit there and I let all the benefits go into my skin, my face. It's so rejuvenating. I'm telling you, even my dogs try to go in front of it, which is really 
really funny. Michael actually has used it on Pixie and Boone. For those of you that are a little bit confused here, I need to play a little catch up. Juve is red light therapy. We had the Juve founders on the show in episode 230 and talked about all the different benefits of red light therapy, and there are a ton. Some benefits include skin health and rejuvenation, limiting inflammation, sleep optimization, muscle recovery and joint pain recovery, cellular energy, sexual performance, hormone balance, and for the men out there, a little testosterone boost. Increased libido. Increased libido, guys. (laughs) If it sounds too good to be true, it's not. We love this thing. I use it every single morning. Like Lauren said, sorry for the visual of me butt naked, but I'm a big fan of the full body experience. And right now, it's perfect for the holidays. Christmas is right around the corner. It is an investment piece, but they do offer 0% financing. Listen, guys, if you're going to make one investment, invest in your health. This is a game changer. I have never slept better. I have never been more testosterone boosted. Go to juve.com slash skinny. What a great gift to get someone like Michael said during the holidays, your mother-in-law, your sister-in-law, your sister, your boyfriend, whatever. Use the code skinny to receive a free gift with your purchase. That's juve.com slash skinny. That's J-O-O-V-V.com slash skinny. Again, J-O-O-V-V.com slash skinny. Let's get back into the show. Was there any other practices? I think we talked about on your YouTube channel, mm-hmm. intermittent fasting a little bit. Well, listen, I mean, at the same time, when you gain 80 something pounds, you even though it still has to come off. So intermittent fasting, blood type diet. I mean, I did everything. I mean, it took about, I would say like 16 months to get it off, 17 months. And then I got pregnant again, but it was a bitch to get off. So you get it off and then you get pregnant again? Yes, of course. Did you murder your husband? Murder. I'm a little scared about that because I was thinking, and, and listen, I could be get wrong Get your here. semen away from me uh, it, afterwards. She's probably pretty fertile after. You're so fertile. It's insane yeah so we got to be listen i'm not why are you smiling like the cheshire cat like you like are like into it (laughs) like you're like oh yeah let's do it again no no i'm just saying like you got to take some precaution you know we had a situation like that and i was like no we didn't have sex i promise and she was like um i think you need to come in my office i'm like i promise we didn't Mm -hmm. so then you get pregnant again Mm -hmm. and you have to do the whole thing over but you knew the thyroid issue so it wasn't Mm -hmm. as bad it wasn't as bad and it was actually so much different that i felt like it was a completely almost different pregnancy Because when, you know, when you're pregnant, you're tired, you're like, your feet swell, you can't think properly. And so like all these things like that you think are just the pregnant. So then you add on like a thyroid or something like you're really tired. You're really, and with all my babies, I was really sick, especially the third, the last one. So I had morning sickness until like 17 weeks in the first one. And then like late 27, 28 weeks. And then with the last one, it was like 34 weeks. I was sick. Okay. Do you agree with me on this public service announcement? Okay. Tell me. Okay. I think at seven months pregnant, people should stop inviting me to dinner and parties. I think that it's actually, I'm going to be, say this on the mic. I think it's fucking insulting and I'll tell you why. Okay. Tell me. I'm bloated. My ankles are swollen. I'm sober. I'm tired. I'm fatigued. I don't have the energy to have a conversation at 7.30 at night, and I want to be in bed. And doesn't 7.30 feel like it's 1 o'clock in the morning? Yes. Why can't we just have the self-awareness that every No, after seven months, like... It's done. I understand it's your birthday, Uncle John, but, like, 
I'm going to have to take a fucking rain check. Well, the best is when someone will like have this amazing thing like three weeks after you give birth. You're like, are you kidding me? That's when you're going to schedule it? That drives me insane. You know, I I don't understand. Like when, when I look at my wife and but my best friend and my wife do this thing where they say yes to everything. Oh, I like, do too. They're like perpetual. Like they're going to be the There's someone in this room that is like, yes, she does. Bridesmaids, groomsmen's, bachelor, like everything. Like they're all, And I'm the, the exact opposite. So I don't understand. Like if I was you, I'd be like, I'm pregnant. I would have said it nine months ago I'm like i can't do it i'm pregnant like when are you ever going to use this excuse but again? can't we just have a universal law like because you feel guilty yeah if someone's seven months be, pregnant i'm gonna take a rain check there must be it. something wrong with me because i don't feel guilty you don't feel guilty about any no no he's I, larry david i i just i can't do it I'm, I'm tired i'm just like once in a while i'm like so I, what's your sign Aries. Oh, what's your sign, Lauren? Gemini. Gemini. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, we're both Gemini. There's 94 personalities in this room right now between Lauren and us. It, it keeps it exciting. <laughs> there are like I wake 12 like, people. I said, which one I get today? Oh, yeah, girl. He's the type that won't text someone back like for two weeks and not feel guilty about it. Well, no, but I'm also the type of person if I go in I on it, I have to be all in on anything I'm doing. If I'm in a like, relationship or if I'm with a friend, like if I'm going to dinner, like I got to be all in. And if I'm not, then I'm like better to just not because I don't want to d- let people down. You know what I mean? I don't want to be like, God, I went there, that guy, that sucked. If my See, I'll not- just try to make it happen. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll be there. Like, I canceled something today and I felt really bad. It was because I did say no. I did say no. <laughs> I did say no. I said no. Like, really, is it really important? Do I really, really, really need to do it? Well, it would be good. I know, but then, oh, but then you're shooting the skinny confidential. Don't you want hair and makeup? And I'm like, oh, I would love to look good. But do I really need, is it going to be like, do I really need it? Do I really need to go? Do I really need to sit in the chair for two hours? I canceled today. You know what? Well, this is, is very important for you to do. Is, this, is, is, <laughs> you could, this was something you could not say no to. You needed to be here today. Glam squad is efficient to come to your house for an hour if you get the same girl that you like. And you I'm going to die for her. But it was just like, call. I needed to like get shit done. You had stuff to do. And the same. You look like you had hair and like, what more do you want? I did my own, but it whatever. It's amazing. Thank you. But I'm just saying like, huh, I have to say no. Yeah, no. I have, I have no. to say no. It's important. I want to know how you balance a husband. Your house is stunning. Thank I you. wish I could describe you, to you, you know, this house. I feel like you guys are already on like third or fourth base and I'm still trying to figure out what's going <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. You guys catch had a whole up, thing going Play catch up. All right. So we had a day before. Uh, you. Yeah, yeah, her house is insane. It's a beautiful house. You have kids. You have a husband. You have this amazing career. How do you manage all this? And when I ask that, I don't mean like, how do you balance it? I mean, like, what are the tactics and habits that you use to be efficient like is it time blocking is it google calendar how does your assistant help like what are the systems i think i work with my team really well i'm a little bit ocd i'm very structured i have a calendar she like it's like multicolored. like you're red you're blue i'm green i'm very focused you know like that's the one thing when i was talking about learning to say no because every time i say no it means yes to something else. And so especially in my 40s with three kids and a husband who has a very demanding job, I think it's important to like, what is the plan? I look at almost like a month out every single day, every hour of the day. And that's where I'm really trying to hone in and be like, do I really need to do it? Or is it just like, am I there? Do I, you know, and listen, I love helping people and I love people helping me. But at the same time, like I find that like, I'm giving too much. Like I worked with this woman the other day who I will totally set you up with. She's from London. She comes in twice a year to LA. Annie de Mamel. De Mami, de Mami, amazing. But she was like talking about, she did acupuncture. She did this amazing facial. She like did a lot of energy work. And she was like, your output is insane. You're multitasking, you're Gemini, you're, it's too much. You know what I mean? Like, but that's the only problem. Like it's a lot. Because Have you read the book Essentialism? 
by Greg yeah. McEwen. Probably nailed it. Yeah. I know. You're kind of saying what I'm already saying. It's just like you got to say no to certain things. It's not- yeah, and I also have to be efficient. Like, and when I say no or when I want something done, like once your baby comes into your life, the best advice I will give you is put that baby first. You know, it is a real shock. When you ask me, like, what's the one thing that's going to change about your life? You're going to love something so much that it's going to amaze you. It's just not about you anymore. And that's going to suck for like a little bit, but it's also going to be the best thing. But that's going to be the hardest thing is that everything will come before you guys what are you gonna do if you don't have 45 minutes for your hair in the morning <laughs> i would really like you to put me first uh, i can put, i'll put uh, the well, she was like going through her like <laughs> she more, was 500 gonna, morning routine you're like uh, uh. She, she was like i get up i open the blinds i meditate oh, yeah, that's like, all going out the um window. that is going out the window but definitely calendar structure like you know and i also can do a lot that other people can't do i know how to do my own hair and makeup i know how like you know what i mean i know how to make shit happen yeah i get home from work and lauren's still in the morning routine i'm like what the fuck's going on in here <laughs> Yeah, I just finished the five minutes ago. She just finished it. The diffusers are trying to get I have to have a peaceful morning. What is your morning routine when you wake up? Like specific. Is there like a water, a tea, a coffee? Like give us like the the nitty gritty. Specific? Okay, I wake up. I look at my phone. I look at Daily Mail. It's so shitty, but I'm just telling you the truth. I love the Daily Mail. Okay. I look at Daily Mail. I do World News. I do U.S. News. I do it all. I do the celebrity. I go take my thyroid medicine, go downstairs, put on the coffee make three bottles half almond milk half whole milk i have a cup of coffee if i go back upstairs i change really quickly i take out the dog ruby she's a new bernadoodle she's amazing okay she's loud and obnoxious sometimes but i love her and then i try to work out that i'll have one baby crumb down i'll have another baby come down i'll have another baby scream i'll grab ipads i will turn on the tv i will do whatever it takes so i can have that moment that you know, seven seconds of silence. But that's ultimately how I brush my teeth. I don't wash my face in the morning before I work out. It's like... So I have seven seconds to do light movement hydration. Seven seconds. So I'll I'll open the shades with my toe, get up and move, and grab my hydro flask that'll already be prepped because you'll prep it for me. Well, I got to say, you're making me a bit nervous because (laughs) I had this whole routine down, this whole plan. It takes about an hour for me to get organized, making me think that I'm not going to have Before my husband and I were married and he was like a single fucking bachelor he would like wake up at 11 i mean he can sleep he's a night elf he could like sleep all day it was shocking when that child came out of my body she's just very singular focused you know like i take care of the kids the dog the house the thing and he is you know like we'll go on a trip like it's just we're just about to go on a big trip and like I will have everything done, every bag, everything packed. I will have worked like three days on on everything. It is my worst fucking nightmare. He will be like, so what do you think I should pack? Oh, I'm like, oh my God, you've got to be kidding me. I do that same thing. I think that's a guy thing. Quick break to talk about, you guessed it, for Sigmatic, specifically the mushroom cacao. If you haven't tried it and you've been listening to this show, you are missing out. Since I've been pregnant, it is like the ideal way to wind down. I have such a sweet tooth at night. You can either catch me eating cereal, a chocolate chip cookie, or drinking Four Sigmatic's mushroom cacao in bed. I add a little lemon to it. It is so good. So as you guys know, I'm obsessed with functional mushrooms. I put them in my smoothie. I do them at night like a hot tea. Sometimes I I even sneak them into my oatmeal. Uh, there's just so many benefits of them. We've had Taro on the show multiple times. He's the owner. And like the benefits are unreal. It's a huge list. Glowing skin, longer nails, and just the list can go on and on. Um, 
As far as winding down, though, you got to try the mushroom hot cacao. They say it's like a hug from your grandma. So if you go to foursigmatic.com slash skinny, I actually have a page where I curated my favorites. And obviously that's the first one. I also added Michael's mushroom coffee mix because he's been obsessed with this. It's helped him not drink so much coffee. His adrenals were taking a real hit, if you know what I mean. And this has really, really helped him sort of wean off coffee. Guys, for those of you that are looking for a coffee break, this is the product for you. Four Sigmatics mushroom coffee. Yes, mushroom coffee. That's what made him famous. That's what got us hooked. In addition to that, I also love the Lion's Mane Focus Shot. I take it before every single podcast. Taylor, our producer, steals them for me all the time, which really drives me nuts. Taylor, stop stealing them. Whether you want to wind down, up your beauty routine, get wired up, focus, they have something for you. So like Lauren said, you want to check it all out and get 15% off your entire order. Go to foursigmatic.com slash skinny and enter promo code skinny at checkout. That's foursigmatic.com slash skinny for 15% off your entire order. They have been a partner of this show for a very long time, and there is a reason why. All in all, they're super preventative, and that's what we love. All right, let's get back into the show. Do you, is it going to be warm there? Do you what? What's the weather? No, I'll tell you why. This is oh, what, really? We're leaving. Listen, and it, listen. Okay. This is what happens, and I don't want to be sexist here, but I'll tell Lauren. I'll say, Lauren, you need you know it's going to be cold. Like, to show you the weather. I'm dropping all the hints, and she's like, I don't need that. And then we get there, and I packed all the warm shit, and then she's like, I'm cold. You and are all, deflecting and then I'm out, off of the facts. I'm out in a fucking I blizzard. Literally planned my baby shower down to a T. Every last fucking <laughs> detail different. was signed, sealed, and delivered. And you're looking at me, asking me what you should wear. Well. I can see I could see me giving birth and you being like, do you think I should wear the black hat or the brown hat? Okay, I'm so telling you, though, I used she to have a nickname. I used to have a nickname. And it was it was honestly a deservedly nickname. It, it was, was your a, nickname. It was or, my nickname okay. that he gave me. Okay. And it was, her name was Naggedy Nan. Okay. <laughs> Listen, Naggedy. Okay. But I was Naggedy for a reason. Because the child wouldn't get to school. The child wouldn't eat. The child like, so it's like, okay. Oh, this is the best. Like, we'll be going somewhere. I'll be two hours in hair and makeup. Stylist, getting ready, whatever. Do you know what time you think I should start getting ready? Okay, To the point where last year, I got into the car dressed and he was still on the fucking couch. I'm like, I'm leaving. He's like, wait, what, uh, what do you mean you didn't tell me? I go, how could you? What do you mean I didn't tell you? Oh, it drives me insane. You aren't that bad. You're not on the couch. You're ready before me. I'll give you that. No, well, he's not. Listen, that's not saying a lot. It's 20 questions so you know. when it's My like, husband is always late. So what is your dynamic with your husband? Like, what's like, you know, he's really like focused. He doesn't like he's really calm. He's really he's an awesome guy, but he's very like. So how did you guys meet? Like, give us the whole like story. We met actually here in West Hollywood. I was my girlfriend wanted to get into the CAA party at the um, for the uh, I think it was for it was for the Golden Globes. And at the time, uh, Sunset Tower is really hard to get into. And she had this crush on this hairdresser, which was weird. But she like, couldn't get in. And I was just like miserable. I was like trying to get out of this relationship. I was it's like you when you're feeling pregnant. You're like, just oh, just like. I hate myself. Right. And so I'm like, OK, I'm going to get you in. Then I'm going to leave. So I was standing by the bathroom at the Sunset Tower of the hotel. And, you know, my husband is very he's like a politician. He's really smooth. He's really like positive. But like, you know, he's in the Holly, you know, he's in Hollywood. You know, how is everything? It's amazing. How's it good? good, good Great. Charisma. Big charisma. Really charisma. big charisma. Yeah. And also it's in Hollywood. It's like you never like your show could be, you know, getting axed in three minutes. But like if someone asks you like, oh, my God, it was so good. You know what I mean? Like you always lie just to like 
just to keep relevant. That's, and what, so, that's what I say to everybody when they ask me about this thing. I'm like, it's really good. It's really good. really good. It's like my girlfriend said the other day, she was like, you know what? She said that she sold a lot, like her jewelry, like it sold a lot. I'm like, because she made 10. Of course she sold a lot. It was sold out. Like, that's my favorite thing is when people launch brands and they say it's sold out. I go, I need to know how many SKUs. I need to know how much the inventory. It's sold out. You yeah. can't, it's a limited edition. You can't get it. Like, did you like got 50? Okay, of course it's sold out. So anyway, I met him and he was like, how are you? And I just, for the first time, like I didn't lie. Like I was just like, oh, I'm all right, whatever. And he just done the breakup and he just done like all these different movies. And he was, had his own production company with Universal. And I could hear my agents in the back of my mind, like, just talk more, you know, whatever. And so <laughs> and he was like, oh, and he goes, ah, I'm not so good. And I was like, oh, everything okay. But I didn't really kind of know the backstory. He had like a little bit of an issue happening in his life. And so he ended up emailing me or he ended up calling my agents and setting a meeting. And I don't, I didn't really at the time do meetings like outside of like, I don't know, just like it can get like weird. And so he was like, no, they were like, take the meeting, whatever. And so like we started talking and took the meeting and my agents were like, oh my God, you know, Scott's super single. And I'm like, okay, whatever. He's like, well, you know, and so he asked me out for a year and then I finally went out. I didn't, I couldn't date anybody. I was a disaster. I was like codependent. It took him a year. It took me a year. It took you a year to go with him. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is the same story I hear from so many people mm -hmm. that end up getting married. It's mm -hmm. like the girl makes him just oh, sweat. Chase. Yeah, Chase. but I wasn't doing it like at the time, like I look back, like I wish I could have been that cool and I wish I could have been like, but I really, I'd never dated. Like I, I wouldn't have been good for him because I had my own issues and my own things that were just like, I just, it wasn't hell. I wasn't healthy in that way. Like I had was coming off of the show. I, you know, it was just a time in my life where I'm like, I really wanted to pick a lane. I wanted to get married. I wanted to have kids. I just, I needed to figure out what I wanted. And within that year, like, that's what I wanted. I wanted to date. I wanted to not just because like, Oh my God, I love you. I love you too. Like I could fix a dead broken bird. Like I love the ones that are like, I used to date the guys that were like, oh my God, fix me. You know what I mean? And, so when you say you didn't date, you were just in long relationships? Just long relationships yeah. that I shouldn't have been in. Just a bunch in. of bums, huh? What no, is it like <laughs> dating in Hollywood when you're like when you're attracting that kind of guy? I'm just kidding. I don't know who you're No, dating. no, no. They're, they're all good guys. Not all of them, but most of them were good. I was always trying to fix something. And I remember going to a therapist at that time and saying... Will you like hold me accountable? Cause like he calls me my, the light, like, and he's so dark and I'm his light. And she was like, so you're narcissistic to think that you're so light that you could fix his darkness. And she just was really tough. And I was like, but, but I love him, but I love him, but I love him. And she was like, but you love him. And it doesn't mean he's the one. And it doesn't mean it's right for you. And it doesn't mean like what you want is the same thing he wants. And it was hard. It was really hard. I feel like sometimes you have to go through that, though, to get to the other side of yeah. like the guy that's consistent with integrity yeah. that is annoying <laughs> when it comes to asking a hundred questions about what they should wear. When... Why are you looking at me? Totally. What is it, it been like for you to have this evolution? Because you, you know, you're a celebrity, but now it's like the times are changing with social media. And I feel like you've done such a good job of evolving. I feel like you're a celebrity influencer is what I would oh. call you. Thank you. How have you, um, how have you evolved? You know, with that? it's definitely been different just because I didn't grow up with it. It wasn't that I started, you know, I didn't grow up with social media. So, you know, I was already doing like modeling and then hosting and then acting. So I was always kind of used to, I was that girl who always had something on, you know, I hustled, like I'm a hustler. And so in that way, it was, it wasn't as hard. It just, 
The only thing about social media that, you know, when I would go to a job, I would go and then it would be over. With social media, that's just never ending. It's just never ending and it's never over. And so that's definitely been tricky for me, especially starting a family at the same time and trying to, because that's never over. (laughs) They're still there in the morning. So that in terms of that transition, that was a little bit difficult, you know, and I still find it difficult sometimes because I'm like, okay, well, I want to be present as opposed to just trying to get content and being present and getting content. Like it's always kind of like a juggle, but at the same time, I've always been authentic, you know, with my brands and even who I represented, who I was being paid to represent, not just the things that I love. Like I've always been on brand and that's been really important to me to be authentic, to have good relationships, but also like within social media to have that reflect. So I think that's also why I've transitioned because everyone's just kind of transitioned with me from House of Style to MTV to CoverGirl to Las Vegas to getting married to writing books. It's kind of just been that, just literally that journey of everyone kind of just like, okay, where is she going to go now? Does that make sense? Totally. Out of every single medium, and I'm talking television, movies, modeling, MTV, YouTube, podcasting, whatever. What's your favorite part of content to create? Whether it's not not playing yourself or playing yourself. I love speaking. I just did a thing and they were like, oh, you should do a TED talk. I, I love that. I love motivating young women. I love helping people, you know, who want to build a brand and really giving people like, because I was so stuck in certain areas of my life, like I was stuck in my twenties, I was stuck in my thirties for different reasons, but I was still on this. What do you mean by stuck? I just would, you know, I just, I couldn't get out of it. I could not for the life of me get out of it, whether it be a business, a bad, something in business, something with a boy, something like, you know, there's There's this feeling of stuck in it. Everything. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? And, but at the same time, like, I think a lot of people feel like that. I think a lot of people feel like that. And but I've one thing that I've done well is that I've I've never been great with change, but change has brought me everything. Change has literally I just keep going with it. But pivoting, how you pivot is so important. And yeah. sometimes you got to pivot fast or you're going to be behind or you're going to be left behind. And so I think when I was stuck, I, I say that I couldn't pivot, you know, but with social media and like with acting, like I just did a movie, I just did a pilot. I just, I'm going to do one day in a movie next month. So I'm dipping my toe back in it. I don't miss it as much as I thought I would. I think because I don't know. I, I love my cast and I love my crew, but sitting and waiting in a trailer and feeling like I'm just on someone else's schedule is hard. Well, that's when, what I wanted to talk to you about. Because yeah, what I it's love not about, like on your own terms almost. You're almost no. not, you're almost had, your own I producer was on, of your life. Yeah, I was no. on with my agent today and I was like, okay, well, I can't do this and I can't do that and I can't do that. But I made, well, no, I can't really do that. And he was like, okay. So what can you do? And I go, I just can't have someone own me. Hold up. We need to talk about Just Fab. I have talked about Just Fab on this podcast so many times, but there are these specific boots on there right now that are going for $10 that are so cute. Let me tell you. So they're gold LeMay snakeskin, okay? And they're kind of like mid-calf, kind of a high heel. They're called the Amaze Pattern High Heeled Booty. I just got them. They also come in snakeskin and black, but I got the gold. I'd recommend getting your size. They're true to size and they look so major with like a black cat suit, especially for the holidays. I mean, who doesn't want like a pop of gold? For those of you who are new to Just Fab, it's a leading fashion lifestyle brand that strives to inspire, guide, and motivate women from around the world to experiment with style. They have clothing, handbags, shoes, 
use. Anyways, it's super simple. So you just go to justfab.com slash skinny and you take a quick 60 second style quiz. I took it. It really is 60 seconds. And basically they give you personalized outfit recommendations. So you get like your own boutique and shop from over a thousand different styles. And like I said, when you can find boots for $10, I mean, everything is really, really affordably priced, which I feel like if you are going to buy gold boots for the holidays, this is the place to do it. So you can check out as a guest or become a VIP. I became a VIP and basically the perks are you get 30 to 50% off retail pricing. That's why the boots are $10. And then you get free shipping on orders over $39. It's very easy to spend $39. You'll, you'll see the boots and you'll go wild. Also, you should know there's absolutely no commitment to order monthly as a VIP either. So if you're ready to upgrade your seasonal wardrobe with affordable trending pieces like my gold snakeskin boots, then you have to check out Just Fab. Get your first Just Fab style for as low as $10 as a VIP. That's 75% off your first item with our special link. Go to justfab.com slash skinny to take advantage of this deal now. That's justfab.com slash skinny to get your first style for as low as $10 as a VIP. You get free shipping on orders over $39. Like I said, that's justfab.com slash skinny. Terms and conditions do apply. Well, what I love about social media and these mediums is like 100% you said nobody can own, you know, there's no gatekeeper to these types of mediums, right? Like in other, in other mediums, let's say it's a movie there's producers and directors. And it's like you're on their time, on their schedule. The and showrunner owns you. Yes. I'm producing a show now. And and the people don't really get a say until after it's done. But with social media, like if you have the talent, the people decide what they want. And it's and it's free to produce. You don't have to answer anybody. Totally. Like they can listen to this and be like, that show is absolute shit and turn it off. Or they can say, I like it. But there's nobody there's nobody in between saying like, you can no. do this or not. I'm just, we'll just do it. <laughs> like I'm producing now. And oh my God, it's like a real job. It's so much work. I mean, it's great, but it's real. It's producing like, is. Yeah. And you're, can you talk about what you're producing? I don't know. Yeah, we have a show with these two girls called The Home Edit. They're two organizers out of Nashville. I met them. I was researching for my second book and I needed an expert. And they had like 25,000 Instagram followers and they weren't getting back to like the person who had called them. And so I just cold called them and I'm like, listen, I'm, I want to do content kind of new to this game. Like, would you, if I flew out here, would you do the content? I'll give you the content and then you can use it. And they're like, absolutely. So they were in my kitchen and I was listening to them. My husband was listening to them and like their chemistry and how they, just get in there and like scream and yell and cry and discuss like pots and pans and organ like you've never like you can't create it. And so they walked out and at the time my husband had a deal at Universal. I'm like, well, do you he was like, I swear to God, I think they could be a show. And so I'm like, well, do you have an agent or a manager or they're like, no. So I helped them get an agent at WME and then I helped them find a manager and then they, I mean, they just were, they were already on their way. And then we ended up pitching it to Hello Sunshine, Reese Witherspoons. They bought and made an eight series or six series digital show called Master of the Mess. And then her deal at AT&T DirecTV went, they, they, it just went away. And so we got the show back and we all came together and we pitched it and we sold in eight episodes to Netflix. And people love organization. I mean, and they're amazing. Like, I will say, like, I love them as human beings, but like, they're so talented. But again, it's like, I think that's why I love what I do now. Like, I'm so interested in that. Like, I love health. I love beauty. I want to know, like, what's the best diet? What's the best facial? What's the best laser? What's how do I lose 12 pounds? You know what I mean? Like, that's just the girl. That's like me. That's like my mom. Like, I've always been like that. You know, how did you get to be so brand savvy? Because that sounds like a big part of 
of everything you're doing is that you're very savvy when it comes to branding. Be authentic and be honest and don't just sell out, even though it can be, yes, of course you have to make money. I'm not saying that, but like have a point of view. You know, I'm a little tricky because I like so many things, which if as a brand is not a good thing because I'm spread out, but it's also me. You know what I mean? It's also what I love. Like I love learning like the newest, like, you know, like I just love that. But to be brand savvy, you need to have a point of view. You need to be specific and you need to know your demographic. Who do you want to buy your product? And I think, who do you want to watch you? Like, you know, what that, you know, where are you in the zeitgeist, you know, and, and that way that's so important. I have a question about Hollywood just because I'm interested in this. Is is there competition? Because the way to grow on podcasts and YouTube is to collaborate. Well, podcast is one of the most collaborative but I, spaces. But it seems like with Hollywood, it's different because it's not the same mentality. It wasn't, but now it is because of social media. You look okay. at Jennifer Aniston, you know, she just got on to Instagram and everyone came to help her. So before it was... Well, you got that part. Like I want, you know, it's like it was not that way. But now I definitely think it is more collaborative because it's changing how we see a movie. It's changing how we see TV. It's changing how we see ads and spots and and how everything is delivered to us and how it's delivered to well, it's us. Because there's not one or two or three platforms anymore that control right. all the content. It's like this has been democratized across the board, and so everybody can do it. And it's like a rising tide raises all ship mentalities. I, I bet Whereas before, it's like if I took your job—not that I'm an actress—but if I took your job as an actress, like you lose that job. I lose that now job. Now multiple people can do the same types of right. jobs. When Molly exactly. was modeling, though, it's probably different than when when like with Gigi and Bella and Kendall. They're like all tagging each other on Instagram story. You're right. It's it was like a different not like time. that. It's not. But if there had been Instagram, you guys probably would have banded together. We would have more. Yeah. Jillian Michaels came on our podcast. And She's she great. Said, amazing. Amazing energy. And she said. God, your generation is so different. Back in the day, like everyone was clawing at her job. She's like the only woman trainer. And she's like, everyone was just ripping each other down. Now, I think now just as a time, we're more collaborative. No, but I think it's because of the mediums, because you can do that, right? Like if you, if you have multiple podcasts, like it's great to go and guess and have all those conversations to share it. Obviously, you can all grow. You can all build your channels. Where before, it's like if you were in the eight o'clock primetime spot for a television show, you needed to take that spot. You and had to take that spot and you were the only one getting that spot. Yeah, there's yeah, nobody that's else. Wild. Even like television hosts, too. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, like if you if you're the morning show, there's only so many spots right. before, you know, other that's people can't wild. get in. And I think that's also why social media and when it really works, like it works because it's your own thing. It's your own time. Like you're not competing for, again, the seven o'clock spot, the 10 o'clock spot, the 11 o'clock spot, you know, because there are very few of them. Yeah. So but people listen, can listen to them. Any day, any yeah. time. I also think that like people really enjoy being able to go, like say I want to go listen to Molly Sims or I want to go watch you speak. People enjoy a medium where they know you're not being told what to say or do. And they know that, that's, that they're getting you. And they're I think, getting you. I think that's like what makes some of these shows work is that, you know, there's nobody pulling uh, the strings back. It's like, this is what we, this is what we're doing. Well, it's so interesting. Even with me, my branding, you know, when we shoot it like on an iPhone, just a regular iPhone, we find that it does better than when I'm professionally shot. Yeah, that's not surprising to me. Because it's just me on the go with the, an iPhone or just Ashley or, you know, someone on my team. Like it's not produced. Most of the things I like are not produced, you know, like. People like- don't mind being sold to if it's like something you really believe in, right? If you like really love, I don't know, just say essential water, I'm not saying you do. They don't mind necessarily if it's a job. They just no. want to know you really love it. You really love it. Yeah. Yeah. And listen, there's some things you have to do, but ultimately if you keep doing like, I know some and you're like, oh my gosh, you have like, that's not real. 
And it's good for the short time, but it doesn't work in the long time. What is your specific eating plan? Or is there one? Because you're glowing. Like, you must eat. Yeah. you uh, Like, I want to know, like, is there a smoothie that you have every day? I do love a smoothie. The Fab Four from Kelly with collagen powder. That's the one thing I do add. I love this product called Eight Greens from Dawn Russell out of London. She does these little tabs. And now she has the gummies. I do the intermittent fasting, which you can't do. No, I can't do that. No, you but can't I do can that. the second I give birth, right? You can't. High protein. Do? I do high protein, not as much meat as I used to do, just because I think my body, like, I think after a while, it just like, it doesn't want to lose weight because you've just done the same thing for so like, it just doesn't work. That's where I found myself last year was like, why can't I lose the weight? Why can't I get lean? Why can't, I don't know, like everything that I had done, the circuit training, the Tracy Anderson, like everything that I loved, it just stopped working. It was interesting because I was very frustrated. I'm like, why? And I, I felt like it was back like seven years ago when I was pregnant. Like, why isn't this working? And so I decided to start doing HIT, high interval intensity training. Someone was saying like, you're, I'm like, I felt doughy. You know what I mean? I felt not strong, even though I worked out an hour, an hour and 15 minutes every day, cardio, cardio, dancing. And I think I was eating a little bit too much meat. You gotta like shock the body once in a while. Got you gotta, a you little, gotta change it up. Yeah. And I think that's what it was. Ultimately, that's what it was that mm -hmm. I had not shocked the body in so long that my body just stopped reacting. You know, people can shit on like, cleanses, juice cleanses, you know, it's not a permanent weight thing, but it does trick your taste buds. It just, but it also gives you like, okay, I did two days of this. Let me try to do three more. So it just gets you on your way. Like when I say that people are like, oh, that's just a fad thing. I'm not talking about it to be like, you're going to do this forever, but it definitely helps you be disciplined. And I think for so, I mean, for me, and I know for so many of my friends, it's like, they just need to have accountability. They need a plan or they need a partner or they need a friend. Like, but they do work. Like I go to We Care once a year. It's out in Desert Hot Springs and it's a juicing, fasting place. And it's really hard. But when I've gotten through it, like I did the ashram once and I was like, that's one of the best things I've ever done because I'm like, I can do it. Like it's, it even helps you mentally. Like you, you do something, you get over a fear, you get through something. Like someone's like, I'll get upset about something and I won't eat like, or like a boyfriend breaks up with me. I'm like, Oh God, I love that diet. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, <laughs> oh, my, a, God. You know, oh my God. That oh is my a God. great diet. I could, I mean, a, a divorce. It's a, big, it's a big problem. Human beings seeking too much comfort. I really believe, I really, really believe like, you know, you want to work your whole life so that you can make X amount of money and then you can be comfortable. I think it's the worst thing. I never want to be comfortable in my entire life. I just want you to know that. <laughs> never want to be comfortable because I'll I, remember that. I think I'll that's what happens. Then you get complacent. You know, you ever seen someone like they decide I'm going to retire really early and then their mind starts to slip. The worst like, thing. Happened? I always say, don't retire. Or like you, you bake a boatload of money and then you just sit there and you're not doing anything and you let your body go and you let your mind go and you get unhappy. Like, I think people like us as human beings are conditioned to, you know, struggle. And that's like the, that's the human condition. And if, when we stop doing that and like a lot of this technology and the way we live now has made it very comfortable. And that's why you see people having all these problems. Like you said, like you have to go out and do the hard things and switch it up and build discipline and make your body go through struggle. And like, th that's like what makes us keep living. And also everything is difficult until it's easy. Like there's no one path for someone. Like I have used the South Beach diet, the Atkins diet. I've intermittent fasting. I've done the grapefruit. I've literally, because, you know, I'm also in a business that is, you know, I am a mannequin, you know, and especially the first, you know, 15 years of my life, it, it didn't matter what I said. It didn't, it only mattered what I looked like. Was my skin clear and how much did I weigh and could I meet the measurements? And it was very difficult, very demanding. It makes you have, you know, all sorts of body dysmorphia and it's hard. And that's, 
you know, and then on top of that, never knowing if you're going to work and never having a schedule and never knowing if you're going to make money. So listen, 20 years later, I am mentally strong. I don't give a fuck most of the time what people think now because I'm like, there's nothing you've told me that I haven't already heard. My calves are too big. You know, you're too muscular. You're too blonde. Oh my God, I can't believe, you know, they told me when I went blonde, I was going to ruin my career, you know, because I started as like a jet black. But, you know, that has definitely made me strong, you know? Yeah, but it's like you had to get uncomfortable to become comfortable. It like wraps the point 360. Yeah. When I started acting, they were like, listen, you know, sometimes people are going to say no. And I'm like, I... (laughs) Yeah. What? Yeah, you have armor. You know, like I had so much armor. Like I think that's ultimately why I was successful. I only hear no. I oh, you're 99 percent confirmed. I may have been in the camp before, like when I was younger. Like, oh, modeling is easy. Then I started having to take a couple pictures, and I only had to do it for like 20 minutes. I had to do all these weird. And I, after having to go through, I firmly believe that models have it extremely hard. It's not easy. No, it's not. An it's easy a ton job. of pressure. You got everybody picking you uh-uh. apart. There's 30 people standing around dissecting every you. piece of part of your body. And it's then, like a ballerina. It's like an athlete. It's it's a train. It's training. It's, and then it goes down, and people are screenshotting and sharing. And it's like I think. It's, or you walk and yeah. you're in London and you have absolutely no money and it's fucking 20 degrees. You can't afford a black cap. You've walked in tennis shoes and you've stuffed your tennis shoes in a bag. You've gotten out the one pair of heels that you. You, you know, have to keep, you walk in literally three miles, look at your book, close it. Thank you. No, it's and not. And sometimes they don't even make eye contact. I think anybody that thinks it's easy should go and like put on like five different it's outfits. Also, there's also a degrading element of it. Totally. Too. Like I've it, been degraded. I've been put down. Yeah. I've had, I've stood there probably three or four hours and no one's ever spoken to me. Yeah. Like I God, said, go, it's brutal. Huh? People should brutal. go stand out, have 30 people take pictures of them and pick them apart and tell, and then for an hour and see if it's easy. It's but not I easy. think it's important for you to, to share that side because you're so successful now. I mean, you, you have like the, your, your house, your family, your kids, your content. I think that, that it's like you going through that gives you more depth. And it's like, I hate this word, but I don't know for lack of a better word, relatable. Right. You know, it's it's like you you went through the shit to get yeah. to the other side. Well, and people listen, see the glamorous side of yeah. it. And, well, that's people, all and listen, and there is uh, there's amazing moments to it. I'm not going to lie. Sure. There's incredible parties. There's incredible events. There's, you know, things that in places I've gone, I've never would have gotten to go through modeling, you know, and acting like I can't imagine you know, and never say never, but like, it's hard for me to go back and see my 20 year old self. And like, how did I do that? And I truly mean that because, you know, I left a very prestigious university, Vanderbilt. I wanted to be a lawyer. I wanted to go into politics. I was Southern. I was sweet. And like, I just liked everyone. And I wore like Jessica McClintock, like, a you know, a shawl collar, like I was conservative, you know, and then I see this girl being you know, totally thrown into New York and then going into Europe where she learns how to dress in London. She learns a little punk and then she learns and, you know, she learns how to dress in, in Paris and Italy. And like, I just was like a little, I like, I just sucked everything up. You know, I was like, oh, I could wear that. I could copy that. And then I could do, I was like, oh, how's he do that? I could do that. You know what I mean? But I look back at that time and the rejection and how I got rejected. And I don't even know how I did it. I truly, if I look at Scarlett at 20, it would be my worst living nightmare for her. So if your kids came to you and they're like, I Never. want a model. I mean, listen, they could do, you know, one thing, maybe a year or something, but no. Mm-mm. You would not want it. I would not personally want it, so no. Modeling or celebrity harder? TV star, it's, what do you call it? Modeling or it's celebrity? It's the same. 
It's the same. It's the same. Yeah. But now you get to wake up on a daily basis and create your own future, which is pretty fucking cool. Yeah. And I just, and listen, everyone, and if Scarlett is, you know, the top model or the best, like I will totally support her like my mother did, but I want her to have a life, a full life. And if that's her decision, like, you know, I did two years of university. I went to my prom. I graduated from high school. I had friends. But once I left, I didn't go to a birthday. I didn't go to a wedding. I didn't go to a funeral. I worked. I was in a different country every single day. And why you date fucking losers is because the losers are the only ones who can travel with you. So that's why you get stuck and you get codependent because you're by yourself in a foreign country. You're, you're moving and you start making money and you're, you know, there are 20 year olds and you're mixing with the 40 year olds and the 50 year olds, because guess what? Those are the people who have money, Yep. you know? So it's been what it is for me. And I've taken everything, the great parts and made it work for me, but I've also taken the bad parts and made it work for me because, you know, I think being told some of the things that I have been told, especially about my weight and my appearance and your nose is crooked and like your hands are bad and like all of these things of like, how could you, you know what I mean? It's just, it's insane. Well, it's a lot of pride to swallow too. Cause you probably like, when you hear that then you're like, I'm going to knock your teeth out, you know, but you we got just, you can't because no. you're doing a job. But you learn this probably is how I, to manage your ego too. I mean, is, you, you I, learn a lot of different tools through it. I think that you should go to your husband tonight and tell him all this and then say, I'm going to need a lot of affirmations for the rest of my life. For the rest of my life. Because I, you need to make up for You this. know, can I tell you one thing I love about him? He is that guy, like, he will back me. Like That's the most important. He will back me. You know, he, he will back me. And I know some of my friends, partners, or people that I know, like, they wouldn't necessarily say that. And that, that means so much to me. You know what I mean? I feel like kind of the same way you are. You like, you have a real partner. Like you can, you know, I never understood the couples that they go and like, they listen, you can, but what you do behind closed doors, if you get in an argument with each other, that's like something to sort out between you and your partner. But like when the other person is throwing his partner under the bus and terrible, it's the, it's not going to work. It's going to, it's going to blow it up. It also makes the person who's saying it look really bad. Yes. Like if Lauren fucks up and we're in a group and like, I want to talk to her privately and we can't, like, can't or if I fuck up, but it's, I'm never going to ever throw never. my wife under the bus. Or never. Like it's just not going to happen. No. I think it's the difference between building towards a common goal and being a teammate than just, and I, I don't, I mean like to say this like this, but like just husband and wife, there's more, it's another level of commitment that you have to tap into. I think it's like, are you building towards the same common goal or are you going separate directions, which you see happens so much. And I, I think in dating, I think, you know, that's the one thing that I can say about the year of like, you know, I was never the girl, even though I tried to be the girl who, you know, would try to like, oh, if he drank a certain beer, oh, I'd, I'm like, oh my God, I love that. Or like, <laughs> you know, I'd love to live in a trailer. Sure. That'd be amazing. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, no, but so you try to be that, you know, cool girl, but ultimately I, you know, I know girls who would just do something like, oh, it doesn't matter if he doesn't call me. Oh, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like, no, fucking call me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and it was, and that's why the guys were so, and I wasn't hard per se, but I was straightforward. It wasn't like, I wasn't going to pretend like I didn't want you to, like, I, I couldn't play it cool that well. I think one of your next books is like, how to, how to date like Molly Sims, like a dating guy <laughs> or something. No. What is your top, and this is going to be hard, beauty hack? Oh my God. Just my taking top a, taking beauty a, hack? Taking a right turn. Castor oil. Okay. 
is really good. Elaborate. And I hate it. And it's disgusting. Like ever, you know, I learned this at We Care. Like you can do a shot of castor oil. Oh, that and sounds it's bad. So <laughs> disgusting. And it makes things go. You just can't imagine. It just makes it go through. Like, you. oh, just, I always thought you were gonna say castor oil for eyebrows or I, hair growth because the not Egyptians done, girl. used. Okay, I'm you're not, not done, done girl. Okay, you, you so, eyebrows. It actually helps with your eyebrows. Eyelashes. I hate the smell of it, but my girlfriend swears that it makes her eyelashes grow. I love um, Lash Boost by I think it's Rodan and Fields. You know the people who do like the proactive. That fucking lash boot, and they're not even paying me, whatever. But they should. But it's so good. Is I, that I what took your out all. I've been staring. At I your took lashes all my. I took, yeah, I took all my like extensions out because I'm like everyone hated them, and I hated them, and like be all wonky at one point. And I started using that. That's a really good product. But castor oil, also rubbing it on the belly, like with, you can do like um, aluminum foil and put a pack, a castor oil pack on it. That's great for detoxification. Great. Castor oil is big. Wait, so how often are you doing a shot of castor oil? Is this an everyday thing or no. just once in a while? That would no. be extreme. This is like just when you really like, you really need it. Like when I go to We Care and you're doing the colonics and it's like, yeah, that's like. But I'm going to roofie you with that one. Um, but you're going to roofie. We're going to put it in your smoothie. Um, yeah. That's a good one. I didn't know that you could drink that's, it. That's, you're not going to want to be around when. Yeah, the, it's just, it's absolutely disgusting. But it makes things but like go. when I was Southern, like we put mayonnaise in our hair to like make it shine. Like I'm very Southern in that way. When did you move out of the South? Like when, I, like what year was it? How old were you? Uh, I graduated from high school in 1991. I went to Vanderbilt in 92, 93. I was and then, to graduate in 95. It's a very and then straight to New York. And I, I bailed after that. I went to one summer in DC, which was weird and fun. And then but. you were just all over nonstop. And then I went to New York for about six, seven weeks. And then I lived in Europe almost six years pretty much wow. there. I've tried to pretend like I was French. That sounds romantic. It was good. Yeah, it does sound romantic. It was good. It was fun. You know, you really get to learn, you really get to learn people's culture when you live there. Like I had a French boyfriend. I loved him. I had an English boyfriend. He was a fireman. I loved him too. Like it was good. If you were to tell someone that is listening and that wants to get healthy, health, wellness, beauty, whatever, what are three tips that you would give them on where to start? If they, if, it, if this is all so overwhelming. Get an accountability coach. Okay. Like, what's the girl, the housewife? She's a housewife. Teddy. Yeah. Teddy Mellencamp has a great accountability program. I know this because a couple of my friends have done it and it's great and it's really difficult, but you are being held accountable. Accountability, having someone help you, a food plan, whatever that accountability is, you know, exercise. You're not going to want to hear this, but 80-20, even though I love working out for different reasons, serotonin, just like my energy, like my head, like, but 80% nutrition, it's 20% working out. So again, it is discipline. It comes down to discipline. So if you want to drink, then you ain't having the dessert. Know when you go to a restaurant, what you're going to have before you get there. It's like a weird, it's a weird trick. And every freaking thing you order is on the side. What's your drink of choice? A Paloma. A Paloma, what's mm-hmm. that? It's like okay. a spicy margarita, right? Um, oh, no, grapefruit margarita. No, I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> so grapefruit juice. Yeah, grapefruit juice. Um, soda, just like club soda, tequila. Perrier. Casamigas tequila, Blanco, white. And a lot of lime. It's so good. Kelly was like, you're drinking way too much wine. 
And she was like, you have to cut that because the lid and I probably lost four pounds from just like cutting out wine. You just do like a splash of grapefruit and then soda yeah. and then tequila. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to have to steal that one. The second I give birth, second, I want a Paloma sitting yeah. next to As me. I've gotten older, though, I, I just go straight to the liquor. I can't do the food anymore. Yeah, but anymore. we, got, we need like a little something, something with it. But I would say with weight, I think, you know, what do you want? Like, what do you fucking want? Like, I always say, like, it's not easy. What do you want? Do you want to like, it's what is your end goal? What do you want to be? Who do you want to be? You want to be skinny? You can be skinny. It's calories in, calories out. You know what I mean? Like, I don't mean to sound harsh in that way, but like, Do you don't think it's hard for me with three kids? I don't care how much money I have. I still get up. I still work out at 545. I still do two pickups. I still manage to like, you know, and it's, and it's hard and I'm tired and I'm grumpy, but like, I want to look good. When I put these, I had these jeans my whole life because I was so fucked up from modeling that I could never weigh myself. I can still never weigh myself. Like when I was pregnant, I never weighed myself. I always lie, except for the very end, which was shocking, but So I never, literally, I never weighed myself. So I had these one pair of jeans. So that's a really big tip. I had these one great pair of jeans that I would always try to get into. Like literally like at one point, like I couldn't, when I was pregnant, like at the end, I couldn't get them past my knees. That was how I weighed myself through the pair of jeans. So I would say that like, have that one thing you used to wear in your closet, pull it out, try it on, try to get over one part, even if it's like, you're a size, you know, 10 now, and you were a size, you know, four before. You're size 14, try, and you were a size, you know what I'm saying? Like, an 18. Yeah, that's kind of You know what this reminds you of? The, have you ever heard of Jocko Willink? You ever heard him? Oh no. Oh, my God. He's, he's got an amazing podcast called The Jocko Show, and he's a he's an ex-Navy SEAL. He wrote this book called Discipline Equals Freedom, and it's all about, like, all the things in life, you know, like, if you want to be healthy— it everyone wants these quick, easy, comfortable solutions, but it really is just like getting up early, going to the gym, eating right, like doing the things. And it's always the hardest things, but and, they bring the most results. But I can tell you something like being heavy makes me in a bad mood. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not having hair color makes it's it sounds superficial, but it's taking care of that self-care, taking the, that extra moment like to take care of myself. Like, I don't want to have like dark roots. I don't want to have great. Like, I don't want that. So I, I, I get I a little bit you. nervous as a society when people listen, it's all about I, I like body positivity. I think that's very important. But it's OK to want to be healthy and to look good and to want to, like, you know, build your body and take care. I of. I know everybody's it's like, it's oh, fine. just be you. Great. If you feel great about just being you, you you be you. I'll be wonderful over here and you be wonderful. But I, I'm going to take care of myself. Yeah, to each its own. To each its this own. Is, you is only like, get one of these things. You know, you get one body to carry you through the whole life. And again, take care of it. but hold on again, it's, it's, what do you want? Like Mm -hmm. some people who are however, however heavy or however, they feel amazing about themselves. And that is what it's about. It's not about a number. It's not about weight. It's not about height. It's not about red, white. It's how do you feel good? And that's how I start everything I talk about. Like, how, what do you want? You know what I mean? Like, cause a lot of times you're lying to yourself. Like, you know, oh, I don't care about that. Or, oh, yeah, I don't I don't worry about that. Like, yes, you do. I just don't want people to take the cop out. It's like so-and-so told me that it's okay to feel good if I'm not taking care of myself. So I'm going to continue to eat McDonald's every day and not take care of my body. That's your choice. Sure, that's that's the choice. But I think like we get into a dangerous place where people are like, oh, someone convinced me and told me this is okay. It's like, no, you really got to take care of yourself. I I mean, like I just think though a lot of people that I hope that consume the Skinny Confidential, like they're striving to be the best version of themselves. And whatever that looks like to you, it can be like you said, 
anything. Just do you when it you don't need to do what everyone else. If you is doing. like, my mom always did tell me, if you look good, you feel good, and if you feel good, you look good. Yes. If you feel good about yourself, it doesn't matter how big you are, how tall. It doesn't matter. It's how you feel about yourself. It's like when I was thinking about trying to get married, you know, I was trying to think about getting married and I was really in this bad relationship and I kept saying, well, it's meant to be, you know, what's meant to be is meant to be. And finally my uncle was like, yeah, that's just something you tell yourself to make (laughs) you feel better. Yes. That's what I'm saying. You have to take steps in order to have the, what's meant to be. You can't just be. Intermittent fasting before we go. It's hard. I have a question. Tell me. Do you do 16-8? I do 16-8. So when do you stop eating? I stop eating around 8 o'clock. You stop eating at 8 when you, mm-hmm. or you start 7. Eating at noon? See, that's where mm-hmm. I think I fucked up before because I stopped eating at 10. But then I was like still drinking wine till 1030. <laughs> so I was like dirty fasting. That was dirty. That's, yeah. that's kind of dirty. No, I got to start at they got to start at 8. That's mm-hmm. a good tip. Yeah. 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 You can't really eat or drink after with, with <laughs> fasting. That would be a little bit difficult. I was having wine uh, like till 1030. And I don't think and, and then we had Mark Sason on here and he says that the almond milk actually broke the fast. Oh, as then well, I was right? doing unsweetened No, you can't have almond milk. You okay. can have black it, it, it breaks it, right? Yeah. It, has, it was unsweetened. Well, but you, can't, you can't do it, right? You can't. No. It has to be like water, black coffee. So black all you coffee. do is water and black coffee yeah. until well, what's the math? It's te- no, 12, or 12, one. 12 or 1. And then what do you like to break your fast with? I had to ask this because I didn't get specific on the question. A smoothie, a salad. Like I love, there's a place in LA called Mendocino Farms and they have the superfood salad and I love it. It's so good. So good. And she's like craving it. Because right I now. like order it. I love salmon. I love fish. I've tried to, again, not eat as much. Again, it's what your husband said. It's kind of like I needed to shock that body. And for yeah. me, I've never done high intensity. I was like, lift weights. Are you out of your mind? Like I was the girl in Soul Cycle who'd be like, you know, in the back, they're like, oh, lift. I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't lift that weight. It might put up a little bit of muscle on me. I mean, I literally lift like 10, 20, 30 pounds. I do squats now. And my body is better than it was three years ago. And you know Just, what else too? It probably challenges the mind because it's a new thing that you have to learn where it's like, can you get, like say you do <laughs> yoga for 20 years and all of a sudden it's like the movements are just like normal, the robotic, but then you have to go do like weights all of a sudden. Like I've never done this before and it engages the mind as well. Like I'm doing this thing called dance body and it's, it's dancing, but it's specific dancing. It's using your whole body. So it's not just like moving in one place and like, you know, like that's not really cardio. <laughs> it's probably mentally stimulating too. But it was like, it's like mentally she makes you wear arm weights and leg weights and it's hard and you're sweating and it's not for very long. And you're like, it's a good workout. Even like the hit, like I also back to giving one piece of advice. You don't have to have an hour to work out. Yes. That's you a good do one. not that's need an hour. You need 25 to 35, 40 minutes. You're, you know, you're in there, not on your phone, not checking your email, you're focused, but that's, that's all you need. Book podcast resource that you can leave our audience with. That's brought you a lot of value. Watch and listen to the Skinny Confidential. Well, of course. <laughs> Your YouTube channel. My YouTube channel. What podcast do I do I love? Could be it could be a book. It could be a Netflix show. It could it's be just any resource you love. Any resource, an audible book, anything that you consume. Well, I love be... anything that like has to do with murder or like death or like uh, are you tell kidding? us the murder one. Oh my god. Hold on one second. Um <laughs> I just gotta, gotta bring a whole list out, huh? Oh gosh, are you kidding me? And I love reading like books that my husband thinks 
so I'm going to murder him, but it's okay. I uh, thought you are picking up a lot of tactics and tips and tricks. I watch Dateline and always fall asleep, but he'll have to watch the same one over and over until he t- until finally I make it through. But like, there's this one called The Bitter Pill and how he did that. Mm, let me tell you. Ooh, The Bitter Pill. And um, okay, is that the one so, with the person slowly poisoned him over years? Yeah. Ooh, that that's amazing. Like a good one. So Bardstown, Dr. Death. These are podcasts. I love Wondery. Uh, to Live and Die in L.A., Someone Knows Something. Ooh. Did you watch? Did you listen to Atlanta Monster? No. It's a murder one. You'll like that one. Maybe not. You, well, you, so I there's this it. one random one called Bear Brook. Mm-hmm. It's so weird, but it's so good. Oh, The Dropout. Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're into like crime. Yeah. And I love Serial. I love Super Soul. Wondery puts out some great true crime podcasts. I love Wondery for that. And, and guy, this American Life, what know, is like, that one? The guy, the CEO of Wondery, Hernan, he, sometimes we speak, you know, just talking about podcasts. And I always tell him, like, if there's one person that's really done a, 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 a good job in this space, I admire what he's done in the true crime space. is pretty phenomenal. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Down. Yeah, he's just down. And then Beauty, like Nurse Jamie is a great one to follow. Dr. Bakshanda, Dr. B, she's great. Barbara Strom, like these are great, you know, glow recipes are really good. It's a Korean. They're really good. Oh my gosh. There's so many, like, I don't know. You just dropped so many good tips and tricks. I mean, I'm inspired. You set the bar here because a lot yeah, of these Paloma. guests come on. I'm like, I just need one resource. They can't get me a resource. So you just gave no. like 20. You just did the job. Oh my of gosh. Like I, throughout this interview, there's so many gems. Oh my God. I use face things. And I'm always, that's the one thing. Like, I'm very honest. Like, you know, some people were like, oh, I don't diet. Oh, I don't do anything to my face. Oh, One sweet. time I asked a guest what their, their work routine and said, you know, meetings and coffee. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Of course, like everybody else in the world, like, yeah. And that guest is no, going to hear this now. Specifics, See, like now that said. guest is going to hear this and be pissed at me. Yeah. Anyways. Molly, thank you for coming on. You, can you guys come are awesome. Anytime you want. Anytime. Okay. You're going to have the best baby girls. I, like, we can't wait. And next time she comes on, hopefully there'll be like really good air conditioning in here. I'm working on it. Where I am can so everyone cold find you? Right pimp now. yourself out. Pimp myself out. Okay, at Molly B. Sims, S-I-M-S on Instagram. We have a great YouTube channel, Molly Sims. We have two great books called The Everyday Supermodel and Everyday Chic. That's pimped enough. I think we're good. We're Thank pimped you out. For pimped on. On. Thanks, guys. Thank you for coming on. Thank, Thank you. you. Wait, before you go, you should know that I did a collaboration with Molly. I am on her YouTube channel. We talk everything, everything and anything, okay? Pregnancy, beauty, health, the the works, okay? So make sure you check out her channel where you can see her and I get into it. Now for the giveaway. Molly recently launched a collaboration with Shiley Rose Jewelry, and she's going to gift one of you a 14 karat gold heart necklace with diamonds. The value is $695. To win this necklace, all you guys have to do is tell us your favorite part of this episode on my latest Instagram at the Skinny Confidential and then follow at Molly B. Sims. Super easy, super quick. One of us will drop into your DMs and let you know who won. Again, that's a solid 14 karat gold necklace with diamonds and it's by at Shiley Rose Jewelry. Guys, it's beautiful. All right, time to wrap it up and we will see you next Tuesday. Thanks for listening, guys. This episode was brought to you by Juve. Red light therapy, enhance those cells, rejuvenate your skin, get better sleep, increase that libido with Juve. We love this product. We use it every single day. Game changer, guys. Check out the episode we did with them, episode 230 with the Juve founders to learn a little bit more about this. For those of you that are interested in trying the Juve, the team at Juve is offering holiday financing offers. Go to juve.com slash skinny. That's J-O-O-V-V dot com slash skinny and use code skinny to receive a free gift with your purchase. Enjoy. Get some of that light therapy.